So, Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Very good evening, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA. All thanks to Polaris. Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand Polaris plate clearance deal is on right now. You can save up to $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. Big day in sport. No bigger news than the retirement of Tom Jonas. I think we all perhaps expected that may happen at the end of the year. He's come out uh, like many others have in the last couple of weeks, and he's had a very, very good career hopefully it extends to late in September so welcome Malcolm Blight hi Blighty yeah hi David yeah but um, he's been one of my favourite players for the last five or six years was watching him unfold as a you know I guess as not as one of the stars of the put start as a rookie rookie. from Nord yeah I just mate he did not spare one ounce of energy other than on the football ground you know you you knew exactly what Tom Jonas was going to do every time he took the ground and you can't say that about every player no and I reckon for the majority of his career, he wasn't beaten too often. No, like he played, and he oh. played above his weight. So he punched above his weight, didn't he? Sometimes? Oh, he did. He, and, and you know what? I like? He was absolutely aggressive. Oh, he's ruthless. If, if you played on him, mate, you you felt his body. And he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't wasn't small, but he wasn't large. And he smacked into opposition. Didn't yeah, I remember. I I think I met Tom when he's about ten, ten yeah, years older. So, yeah, and he he badly broke his leg at some point in time. But yeah. uh, he's no a wonderful player and. Uh, and good luck to, to Tom Jonas. And hopefully um, that he can keep playing. If McKenzie comes back, I'm not sure what they do there. It's going to be a tough call, isn't it? I thought his game last week was pretty good, by the way. I thought he played okay. Yeah, until he banged his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I do. And we haven't discussed Port Adelaide. They, they did what they had to, didn't they? Went over to yeah. Frio, win the game. Um, Fremantle put up a bit of a fight, but they still have a long way to go. Yeah, but if you just if you take just take the other side of the fence here and say Crows have struggled really interstate. So to win by 16 points against a team that was fighting for the eight not that long ago, I'd take a 16-point win in every interstate ground in Australia. Yeah, and um, and Freo beat Geelong at Geelong Don't and then won by 100 points, points over the West Coast. So. so, I mean, their form was okay. That's what I'm saying. I'd take a three-goal win into state because I reckon there's still that four-goal advantage. There's some stats you can go and there's some algorithms you can do. And it's still worth more to you at home. Yeah. You sleep in your own bed. Everything's comfortable. Home ground advantage is, is a real thing in every sport in the world. So how do you see it if um, Brisbane should beat St Kilda, saying should they play that game? Yeah. And Port Adelaide will probably most likely beat Richmond, which will leave the first final Brisbane, Port at the Gabba. Gabba. Yep. So how does that affect the overall? Because Port, I think, for most of the year, thought we'll get final, final, play them at home. It makes it a bit tougher because if you lose the first one, you then come home yep. and then and then uh, have to play another one to get to the prelim. Well, no, man, you know what you're going to do? If you lose the first one, you've got to What's win that the next bottles? one. What's <laughs> yeah, Someone's in the bar there. Yeah, someone, yeah. Um, I, it doesn't... I never can I can I just say I can remember in coaching um, Geelong. We, I think we had to go to Perth. I, I said I don't care where we play, because well, you can't do anything about it. And if you want to put that on, we've got to play in the state, or you've got to play the grand final, the MCG, and that's your bag in life. Well, stiff, you're going to lose it. But if you go there and say this is a game of football, we are now in the big boys league. We play all round Australia. Everyone does it. Stiff. Home ground advantage is only an advantage if you take it. If you talk about when you're not going to take it, big deal. Where would you rather finish, though, Port? 
second and then I, play I, your home final, yeah? No, it doesn't matter. Serious? No, serious. It wouldn't bother me. It, it never has bothered me. Finished, you know, coached and played every position on the ladder. Won premierships, lost them. But Brisbane's record at Brisbane is so good. It is so good. Yeah. Guess, so, what, guess what they did last year, though? What? They lost, didn't they? I thought they beat Richmond up there. What about when the, they played Melbourne? What about in the COVID year? Brisbane had all the home ground advantage. What happened? Are they a better side now? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Prob- I don't know. Probably. We are. both picked them to go top, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Oh no, I, I said Melbourne and Brisbane. I thought would play in the grand final. Okay. That's they still may. That's that's round one. But yeah. I, I, it, look, there is no given certainty. You know what? When you go and play away like that. The pressure is actually on the home side more than the visiting side. All right. My, my only concern with Port Adelaide is three of their pillars well, might have played one game in six, seven weeks, and that's, that's going to be Dixon, McKenzie, and Lysette. Is yeah. that a problem? And they all may come back. They all may come back in the finals, but is one game enough in six or seven weeks? Probably. You, you prefer not to do that. But providing the, the youngsters that we've talked about nearly all year... Butters, Brownlow medalist. Zach Butters, probably. Yeah, you've, you said it's a tie, Rosie yeah, and Butters. Butters but Rosie, uh, that was a million to one at the time yeah. you said that. Did you put a dollar oh, on it? Oh, oh, Francis, William Drew. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. I mean, providing they get a drive, I mean, Charlie, if Charlie plays, he'll get his chances. I mean, that midfielder is going to be the key for Port It is, yeah, but I think they'll be under a lot of scrutiny too, the midfielder in a final. They'll be after those boys. Uh, Cobram Estate, remember that name, Premium mm. Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Uh, Josh Bruce, another yep. retiree. He's done his ACL, so that was, that was I think, on the cards. Um, we mentioned Tom Hickey. Uh, some of these guys have played a lot of clubs too. Bruce has played at St Kilda and the Giants yep. and Western Bulldogs. 50s as a Bulldog, but he's just had a really bad run. Jonathan Segler, Segler yeah, been not as too. known yeah. as well, but he played 100 games yep. for the Hawks and also played with Geelong. I wanted to ask you, the, we started off the program with Tom Jonas. Who's the next captain for Port? Who does Malcolm Blight's crystal ball tell you? Well, Ollie, Ollie will be one. He just well, I, don't think, I don't think that's... Uh, What's Ollie, 30 then of the year? Yeah, probably. It's 29, 30 years, something like that. I, yeah. I think it's going to be Connor Rosie. Connor Rosie, or you could say Zach Butters. Uh, Michelangelo Rucci suggested maybe even Dan Houston. But oh, I yeah. I think Wines had a bit of a go. It didn't yeah. work out as a... And he's he'll be getting the back end. So I, I think one of the young ones I would play. It, it would be a really good discussion, internal discussion at Port Adelaide. And, They'll, they'll come up with a guy that they reckon will probably handle it better. Let's welcome Sam Fantasia to the show. Just in some breaking news, Tom McCartan's ban has been thrown out. He's free to play. Oh, he was wow. not rubbed out well, for two weeks for the high bump on Adelaide Shane McAdam. I believe they've successfully argued that it was incidental contact in play. I thought it was an accident. He had hardly had time to brace. Yeah. Uh, but I thought if you did damage, you'd pay the consequence anyhow. But that's, well, yeah, I don't know. that's common sense, I think. I mean... McAdam obviously got it on the jaw because he yeah, broke it. Yeah, absolutely. Or cheekbone. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was excellent, but I honestly thought he'd go too. And everyone I listened to in the last two days said he'd go too. So, anyhow, that well, good on him. That's the way it is. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Who should be the next Port Adelaide captain? I, I think one of the youngsters, Connor Rosie, doesn't do a lot wrong on or off the field, mm. and you you need someone that guarantee their position. Of course. And can be inspirational. I reckon Butters or Rosie are inspirational when you watch them. They're still pretty young. Although the 100-game player now, isn't he? He's 100-game player. Don't have a lot of captains 
little guys, though, do you? They're, remember Mark Murphy was captain of Carlton. Yeah. I thought, oh, mm. doesn't seem a good fit. Are there many little blokes that are... Depends on how... Being captain? Like, are they oh, little, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I suppose Connor Rosie's six foot. Yeah. Sack butters is too. <laughs> but they seem little compared to the big guys. Yeah, they do. Hey, David, just talking on that. Now, I'm going to... This is something. You know, we didn't do the coaches' votes because for anyone that follows the coaches' votes... It's mystery vote round, it, isn't it? There's it? two... The t- last two rounds go in camera, as they say. Okay. Now, Nick Davis was leading with 99, so he's not going to come back, is he? In second place was Zach Butters. Now, in the advertiser voting voting last week, Zach got three and a easily best, three. The best. He could be 10 votes for that, eight or nine, mm. certainly. I think now Zach Butters is leading in camera. The coaches votes. The coaches votes. Also, I'll go on Bond and Pelly get any? Bond and Pelly was voted two votes in the advertiser. They lost, yeah. Uh, he was on 87, so he could easily get six, seven or eight. Yes. And Christian Petrarca, who's sitting on 90 votes, so nine behind Davis, got one vote for Melbourne. Also, I'll say Connor Rosie got two votes, so he could end up with eight. So I would think right now, right now, that Zach Butters is not unassailable but nearly unassailable for the last round for the coach's vote wow. and the coach's medal for the year. And I'm starting to think Dacos has missed too much footy to yep. win what we thought was almost a certain Brownlow, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Cobram State, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed uh, in northern Victoria. Let's go. We can go and get Troy. Hi, Troy. Hey, boys. Thanks for um, taking my call. Um... You sound very you sound to... very serious tonight, Troy. Come on, lighten up a bit. Oh, hey, hey, I'll fire up. Don't you worry. Oh, I've got to... Now, you, you boys have got to realise you don't take it personally from me because, you know, it's all banter and that. Um, the thing with the Adelaide Crows, which everybody's talking about, and, you know, it's not going to change the situation. Would there be all this... Hoo-ha and everything like that happened at the 15-minute mark of the second quarter. And uh, before I go any further, I'd love to thank Johnny from Port Augusta for his support. He knows what it's about. And if he wants to tell Sam, he can pass it on to you boys as well. Um, But, you know, it's, it's happened, it's happened. And I just sat now, my question to you boys is, if they... Um, like linger on with this. Now, it's in the players' minds. You can hear what they're saying and that. But wouldn't it be exactly the same situation as a big major loss in a final if they don't get over it? Now, you said I was serious. Now, don't take it personally, but Adelaide have to put more money into the um, school review system. Do you know why, boys? No. Because it's called the ARC Centre. Yep. Right. Crow's Ark. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Sam said this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was... Ark. 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 You've done better. Yeah, no, it's, it's, no, it's actually quite clever. Well done. I thought it was Toddy Gray, not yeah, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. yeah, good on you. I accept the applause. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, Thank we'll you. S- Thank you. We'll send royalties down the, tr- uh, down the line. Thanks, Troy. Yeah, uh, uh, took yeah. a while. It took a while for us. No, we did. But I, just going back to that, I mean, it, it is run one and done. It is the most disappointing thing we've all seen in footy. It, it is a terrible thing to happen. However, I will repeat, 
this is not but this has been talked about before by many people why don't we use it more often use it every time not sometimes but i, I think we've had more drama with technology than without the issues if that was old days you just playing up with the fullback by the time you thought was that a goal or whatever you just kick it out um and and we relied on the umpire's decision. Now that's been taken away. I hate this soft call bit where they make. I think it hit his hand. If you don't know, you say I don't know, and then let it go up and. So I think Melbourne were robbed also against Carlton yeah, two look, weeks uh, earlier. Yeah, I mean, everyone. It, it's actually been a lot of conjecture about it for a few years now because you've now got it a second opinion after the umpire's opinion. It's and easy. that's called a camera. And it's easy with a thousand replays, too, isn't it? Yeah. Anyhow, enough of that. Coming up on the show, thanks to the Kia. EV6 GT, World Performance Car of the Year. We've got uh, the top seven, true or false, Richmond Senior Club Advisor. What's a show without Neil Baum? Back with more shortly. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a bright... Sports Day, SA repeating news too. McCartan has got off the two-match suspension, which he initially got for running into Shane McAdam. McAdam with a fractured cheekbone, but it was an accident, that one. i got no doubt it was. Uh, try, mate, for a dollar on all, mate, internet and mobile plans. Make the switch. We're talking true and false. Sports Day, SA. Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Come on, Malcolm, hit me with your best show. That was Pat Benatar. Yeah, such a lovely lady, too. She also sung All Fired Up. up yeah. Now, the first true or false I've got for you, David, is probably something you're not going to have to. Have think. you thought about this one? I, I've really thought about it. It's something way out of left field. You know, there's been a big controversy about this whole thing and everything. My first one is just. Look, this is going to be so far off whatever's been said before. Are you ready for it? Yep. The point, not the goal decision for the Crows' loss, is the most controversial event in the game's history. The point in the game's history. Oh, false. I can't. It's got to be. There's got to be something else. That's well, bigger. I, I, you couldn't think of anything else to say in a true or false. You were there. The, you were there the night um, the scoreboard caught on fire. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's no, pretty no, big. And the lights went out at Waverley. Yeah, everywhere. All right. Okay. Um, that was true or false, Malcolm. I, I thought that was pretty lame no, for me. It was, it was just poor. <laughs> true or false? Captain's call on a goal review should be introduced. The captain's call, they get one. No, I, we discussed this last night, and I said, no, this is false, because if the captain's full back, he's got to run 160, 170 metres to go up until the umpire, and he may not have seen it and didn't even know what was going on. They have on. a fill-in on each line. No, it'll take 15 minutes to do that, David. Right, I don't so like that call. you? Yeah, false. All right. Now, after 22 rounds in this true or false, David, not 23, we've got a 23-game season. Did you get the memo of that three years ago when we knew we were going to... No, we didn't know. No. No, I didn't know. <laughs> Charlie Curno. I don't get many. Ch- Charlie Curno's 75 goals after 22 rounds, not 23, is the most in seven years. Who was the last one to kick more than 75 goals? This is sort of not a true. This is like oh, a true. Rebot, not Rebot. No. Cameron? No. Uh, Hawkins? No. Um, you know, since retired out west, Kennedy, correct, oh. Josh Kennedy. Oh, what 80. year was that? Was that in eighty? The, their premiership year? Yeah, no, no, 18? before then, no, seven years, sixteen. Okay, two thousand sixteen, David. 
No, that's okay. It's, it's not a true or false, but it was a good one, I thought. After making I thought up for playing, that lame one. I thought we were trying, playing true or yeah, false. Yeah, no, but it was a lame first one. I'll try and get us back on track. Damien Hardwick will one day win a fourth flag as a coach. I, I would love to see it. I'd love to see the Gold Coast win one become very much part of the vernacular of the world. It'd be great for our game. Great How many for have coached four? Uh, a lot, actually. It's, Gidi, a, it's a, yeah. Matthews? Yeah. Brassy. Brassy. Yeah, Hafey. Tom, lot, uh, uh, Norm Smith? Yeah, Norm Smith. Lots of them. Lots okay. of them. Yeah. Any, any dumb five? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fons, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, the Collingwood. Collingwood. Yeah. Yeah. Fonts. I know who you mean. Yeah. yeah. Fonts Coaster Cup. Yeah. I'll think of it. Oh, come on. He's the great. Yeah. The, the all time great. Oh, For that's Collingwood. Now, okay. Number. <laughs> This is this is just this is. This People is, let this segment go, but anyway, yeah, yeah, no. I'm, I'm my true on. or false now is Zach Butters will win both the coaches Chuck award. McLean, was it Jock McHale? Thank McHale. you. McHale. I've got the Jock McHale medal. Yeah. I've actually got one of those. <laughs> and you couldn't think of saying Fonz. No, Fonz King. Fonz Kine. He was also yep. kind of yes. Good heavens, Chuck Zach McHale. Butters. <laughs> David, Zach Butters will win both the coaches award and the Brownlow medal. That could be trueish. I think it win the coaches award from Bontempelli, and I, th- I still think Bontempelli, Petrarca, and Butters will probably overtake Dacos. So yeah, a bit of bit of trueness there. True or false? The AFL should eliminate the pre-finals by and have oh. one between the prelim and the grand final, so you get players back. No. Oh. Why do we have a buy for? We had a buy. Oh, I hate the buy. We have a buy during the year, and everyone everyone loves that buy off, right? We're going to we're probably going to have nineteen teams somebody on the track. And everyone's going to say we've got to buy again, but everyone loves the buy. I do not know. It has always been a test of endurance. You had, you had a team called Geelong. You had about five or six players injured. Yeah. Would you have loved to buy and played that game? A no, week they later? weren't the rules at the time, David. So I play by the rules. No, if but we can change. That's what we can change the rules. You're no. making the rules. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, <laughs> if Hawkins didn't hit the back of the post in a grand final, we wouldn't be going through all this rubbish. Oh, we're well, going I think this now. technology has made things worse, not better. Yeah, we used to listen to the goal umpire, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Anyhow. Hey, David, can I just ask you something? Very quickly. There are two people, two clubs have less than three picks in the 24. Name oh. Them. Adelaide's one. Now, that's a good one. Adelaide have six and 19 and 23. There is another team, which is a surprise to me. So it's one of the top teams. Yes, it is. One of the top six teams? Yep, absolutely. Not Collingwood? No. Melbourne? Yes, good get. So how, how would they have got that? Is that trade? Yeah, it must have been trading. Good. 5, 15 and 24. 5, 15. So 12. they could win the premiership and have three picks in the top 25. What about what's Adelaide's again? Adelaide's is 6, 19 and 23, David. Okay, well, and Port Adelaide, of course, for our Port fans. For our Port fans, it is 37, 43, 72 and 3,050. You know, Adelaide, the one benefit of losing and finishing a few spots, they'll get a higher pick. Yes, they do. Oh, oh I thought, thought I might have got a bit of applause there. got absolutely nothing. You haven't given me a lot tonight, too. Uh, you can switch to the affirmative. Join Luma Energy today. Still got Neil Balm. And the Kia Top 7, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. This is Sports Day SA. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy to... 
Sports Day, say Malcolm Blight and David Wilde. All thanks to Tire Power. Power up sale now on. I get four for three on selected Kumo tyres. Your trusted tyre expert. That's Tire Power. Well, what's a year if we don't speak with this next guest? Uh, at least a couple of times a year, Blighty. Neil Baum, he's done it all. He's Richmond senior club advisor. They won't be playing finals, but um, there's been a couple of big retirements in recent times. There's discussion about Dustin Martin. The, the old coach has gone to the Gold Coast. Barmy, how are you? Oh, very well, very well. Thanks. So I'm disappointed that uh, we, we're not in the finals race, but it's a bit of a change in the guard, so we've got to uh, respond to that and uh, get our kids to play and all that sort of stuff. It was it was lovely. I thought we handled the um, uh, the Koch and Rewild thing extremely well. I think uh, and they deserved it. It was uh, it was lovely. Unfortunately, we got up and won. Thankfully, yeah. Jack. Um, Jack had three attempts in the last five minutes to kick a goal. He only got the one. But just tell us about the two boys. Um, obviously, they're very similar where they've come from in, in games played and and the years they joined in that. But just describe Trent Cotchin and, and Jack Revolt for us, Barmy. Oh, it's it's been wonderful in its own way because they they played in the hard times mm. when they were struggling and they sort of really got them a little bit better and a little bit better and a bit better and they were both terrific players but it was really wonderful that they were able to be there for the time when they actually uh, they played in three premierships and they were able to say well that was all worth it so, and they were terrific players like even I mean Jack particularly this year he was really done in lots of ways he's um, physically he was struggling and but we had no one uh, else uh, particularly when Tommy Lynch went down um and he was wonderful how he competed for us because, I mean, even he would tell you that he was a bit his bucket, uh, but he did a great job for us, really competed, gave us something to kick to. And, and Trent's a special bloke too. He um, he kind of, like just before, in the end of 16, he kind of changed who he was in a sense by, you know, you know what footy's like, you know, you're challenged to be someone you aren't. And he finished up, Thinking about it, so this is who I am. <laughs> except, except who I am. Except my vulnerability, and I'll be there for you. I'll do everything for you. And he changed a little bit the way he played and the way he did it. But he was wonderful for us. Uh, beautiful player too. But uh, I know that you, it's hard to replace those 300 game players. But um, that's the way it is. Everyone finishes eventually. Yeah, they certainly do. Now, I, I had a, a saying some many, many years ago after being around the scene for a long time. I thought if you could win one. At a, as a club, it's a great, it, it's great, great for that club. If you win two, I called them freaks. And if you win three during your era, it's a miracle to win three in any yeah, era. I agree. And yeah, I, I agree and I, fully. Yeah. And I remember Jason Akamanis after Brisbane won their three shouting out, Blighty, we're miracles. You know, it was like, because <laughs> <laughs> I was in the media at the time and living up there. And, I, and it is, isn't it? You, you just realise how hard they are to bloody win. And as I said, one's great, and, but three, miracle. Oh, it is. I mean, and you look at it, and, and we're sort of like trying to justify our season this year. We don't even make the finals, etc., etc., etc. And you always come up with the oh, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, which is the beauty of footy because you're always dealing with what you have rather than what you haven't got. But when you do look back on it, and you and those boys were lucky enough to, you know, to be to carry carrying the trophy three times. It is it is a wonderful thing, but it does kind of. Although, you know, the best players don't necessarily play in premierships because your team's got to win, not you. But um, these guys certainly deserve it. They're good enough, uh, you know, to be premiership players. But to be that three times is, is wonderful. And, and it's great that it was at 
you know, club. Oh, you mightn't think so, but I think it's a great club like <laughs> Richmond. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, we used to play against each other, Neil, in the old days. And I, can I just say, I, I mean, in honouring those two, I, I love Crit. Trent Conchin from the past. In fact, when I went to the Gold Coast, there was a bit of iffy about him. I can't believe it. I loved him. And Jack, we know, was a bit cantankerous early, wasn't he? So to actually... Yeah, de- like, and that's yeah. the development, isn't it? That's the maturity of those two lads. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, and then from afar, I used to watch Jack and I'd think, oh, he's a bit about him. He's yeah. a bit, yeah, I'm not sure. Cantankerous is a good word. Uh, but in the end, when he really had to, he was there, just there for the club and there for the other players beautifully. It was, a, you know, it was a beautiful maturing of a fellow who actually got the game and got what he was there for. But as you said, from from the very start, Trent was always that way. He was always very much about looking after other people, etc. So no, they, they, they've both got beautiful stories to tell. Yeah, they certainly have. Now, there's a story to be told yet at Richmond this year. I mean, you've got... We'll talk about the game with Port Adelaide on Sunday shortly, but Andrew McWalter, I spent a bit of time with him at the Gold Coast. I played a game of golf with him, and he seemed like a really nice fella. Now, started off okay, and now it is really funny, isn't it? If you win a couple as a caretaker coach, oh, he's good. Oh, hang on, they've lost a couple. Is he good? It's a really interesting (laughs) dynamic, isn't it? It, it, The dynamic's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it is a challenge, and and I mean, as you know, if you're in footy clubs, you know that this it's a big opportunity in a sense when you do change coach because you got to say, okay, what do we need? Where do we go? What's available? Uh, who, who who's got the values that we need? Who's got the style that we need? So we'll go through that process. I mean, Andrew's done a really good job of presenting what he's done. I've, I've worked quite closely with him, and that I've seen the way he's gone. He understands the game beautifully. He's got a good relationship with the players. He's presented. It. So he's got a good story to tell. Now, whether the club will go that way or not, certainly he's got an advantage in a sense. But there'll be some very good applicants, I would think, and we'll go through the process of really looking at it and making the right decision for ourselves. But one way or the other, I'd be very surprised if he's not still at Richmond somehow because he's very much a Richmond guy. One guy that's not at Richmond is Damien Hardwick. He lost his appetite to coach there and regained it rather quickly. A couple of weeks later, wanted the coach again. He's landed a pretty good club, I think, Neil, with the... With the list structure, if you like, of the Gold Coast Suns, they're cherry ripe. He's got a six-year deal, and I wouldn't be surprised if they they do go up in leaps and bounds under under Dimmer. But when when he left, did you think he was burnt out? Like he he just said, "I've had enough." Oh, no, actually, I'm very proud of the fact that our club works the way it does, and he trusts us enough to tell us the truth. Mm. I mean, and you know, we all know it as coaches. You, you don't trust the club all that much sometimes, but he trusts us to say, "Look, I reckon I'm worn out. I think I'm not. My message is not getting across, and I don't quite have the energy to start again. I think I'm probably done." And after that many years, it's probably true because everyone does finish. But it's rare that a coach is able to say that because he normally goes off and we finish up second him. <laughs> so I'm really pleased with the way that he handled it and he did trust us enough. Now, at the time, I'm thinking that footy's much better off with someone like Damien Hardwick coaching. So I was never crook on the fact that he was thinking about coaching somewhere else. It just meant that he'd done his time with us. Yep. He'd been there for a yep. bloody long time. So, I mean, I think you've got to be rational nowadays. I think we're much better than we used to be. In the good old days, if... You, know, as, um, you guys will remember if someone left your club, you hope he you know, broke his leg and <laughs> died and never did anything again. Yeah. Whereas we're much more likely to, you know, he's one of our men. He's a Richmond guy, so we hope he does really well.
Um, so I, I think we're in a much better place from that point of view. And I'm really excited for Yeah, I, I tend to agree with all that. Yeah, we, we tended to yeah, throw them away a bit quick, didn't we? Now, Neil, at the Richmond Football Club, history says, after three peats, miracle stuff, it becomes a bit of an arduous task to climb up the ladder again. You've been around the game. <laughs> You've been around the game. Now, does a Neil Balm, this is a question of without notice, does a Neil Balm stick around at Richmond or does he join another club and get another premiership with another premiership coach somewhere else? Gold Coast, maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Uh, I'm a bit. I'm getting a bit older now, and I'm I'm, I'm reasonably keen for Richmond to be my legacy, being the original yep. club yep. that I played sure. at. So I'm not, I'm, and I'm 71, as you know. Um, yep. So I, I don't, I don't think I'd uh, do anything differently. But I'm not. I haven't really spoken to Richmond about that recently, so I'm not absolutely sure. So it's not, it's not absolutely firm. But I'm pretty keen to stay there. But it is a challenge. So there's no doubt about that. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we won't go through the pain that we went through last time between 1980 and 2017. Yeah. Uh, we're in a reasonably good place. I think we recognise where we are and who we are, and we've got a lot of good kids we need to try. And you've probably got to get a couple of extra players as well. And you know, Tommy Lynch coming back in is not going to hurt us. I can assure yeah. you. So, uh, well, I think I think we've got a reasonable idea of where we are and what's important and what's not, and uh, and how we can drive it. But again, there's some big things to do. We've got to appoint another coach and. You know, etc., uh, etc. Et so there's lots of things we have to do. Yeah. If you're a betting man, I don't know whether you are or not, Neil. But does Dusty stay or does Dusty go? Oh no, he stay for sure. Okay. Well, why would he go? Oh, we're just hearing the rumour now that Dimmer's gone on the Gold Coast. He might drag one of his favourite boys up there and to finish, you know, finish career and a bit of sun and a bit better weather than Melbourne, that sort of thing. He can do that later. Oh, it'd be it'd be a great thing for Dimmer. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. be that good for us. Um, no, I'd be surprised if, you, if, uh, if he were to do that. Yeah, you know, he's at the stage now. He's just get, he should just finish at Richmond. I think he will. I, I, there's nothing to suggest that he won't, apart yeah. from the, the media. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he does. It'll be it'll be a great legacy, as yeah. you've said, with what you've done there, what Koch has done, what Rewell's done, Brendan Gale, the whole group. I mean, it's it's a great legacy, and I, I hope he stays. Hey, listen, there's there's a little... I'm pretty sure he will. Yeah, and I hope so. There's a little thing happened here in Adelaide uh, last weekend, Neil, that's caused some consternation around the, <laughs> around, the, around the thing. Um, you know, with a goal, was it a goal or was it a point and all the review and all that. Now, I, you know, people have asked me and I said, I don't know why we don't review the points because we can lose a grand final in a point. And that's always been my, I think, I think the AFL has, has been asleep at the wheel on this particular subject. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We should review the points and just wait for the kick in. Do you have a view on it? Yeah, I well, normally I, I, I think we we put up with not put up with we accept the umpire's decision on everything. Yep. We're like pushing the yep. back and holding the yep. man, and a lot of those are right and wrong, which is tough to do. And I, my gut feels that we should trust the the goal umpire. But given that we've got the technology, we've got for something as specific as that, we're mad if we don't use it. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a call um, today from uh, Mark Wasudo about some minor thing because we're playing over there this weekend, but. Um, I said, well, you're ringing me to, to get my phone so you can use it behind the goals. He thought that was very funny. <laughs> it is madness that we've got there's so much wonderful technology there that they don't, we don't use it. I mean, that's madness. It could be sorted In out, Neil, a couple of ways. You'd have a captain's call that would have sorted out if Mr. Crow's adamant it was a goal or... I think Blighty suggests you have the third umpire on the stand that can look at all that vision 
and, and make sure it's that. right. That, that's yeah, what yeah, we should do. Yeah. Absolutely. They've got it. They're looking at it. I mean, they, they were looking at it. They should have said, do whatever they do and say to the gallop, I, I don't think it hit the post, mate. Let's have a good look at it. Rather than what we're doing, the press, all the pressure's on the goal umpire. You say to him, do you think you saw it right? Yeah, of course I did. Well, he's going to say that. He saw what he saw, what he saw. Oh, he was definite. Uh, he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, well, we now though he's made a mistake, and we know he made a mistake, and we knew at the time he made a mistake. It's yeah. not as though you don't you know, look at it three hours later and say he made a mistake. You're three seconds later. It's, it's madness. It's funny, Barney, if, if that happened. Particularly with poor old Crows. Poor old Crows missed the finals and they yeah. don't do this. And, I mean, you know, what, what's that worth in dollars? Oh, well, that, well that's exactly right. But we, if that happened in yeah. the first goal of the day, there would be no... We're near the hoo-ha because you've got plenty yeah, of time to recover. Story. Yeah, but yeah, I, I was actually yeah, having a exactly, conversation yeah. today with some Crow supporters, Neil, and I suggested that I think that this could be the best thing. This sounds funny. Maybe the best thing that could happen for the Adelaide Football Club going into season 2024. Oh, what is that? Why? Oh, because well, they've probably, got the best story. Well. They've yeah. got the best story yeah. to tell for every sponsor, every fan, anyone involved in the Crows now. They've got a wonderful... Yeah. What about this? We're we are going to be... Yeah, We're good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it's oh, a great story. Yeah, I, don't dis- I don't disagree. But that's typical of footy. You're a footy thinker. You always what's next. Let's <laughs> right, yeah. take advantage of the bad shit that happened. I knew he swore on radio. Yeah, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's just, no, it's just, it was a small hit. Yeah. It's just a small hit. Small hit. Hey, Neil, talking about uh, going forward in football, if, if I've seen some commentary... I think Brendan Gale, I, I, I think a few weeks ago, look, you know, when uh, Dimmer said he was going, that maybe maybe we'll look for a young coach. You know, you have a look at an Adams, Kingley, Craig McRae, or do you go a Ross Lyon and a Michael Voss that have done it before? It's going to be an interesting call for the club, isn't it? Which way do you go? Do you go oh, through another Dimmer? Yeah, it's genuinely a challenge, and particularly when, you, you know, you see there's such, such quality around, but you're never quite sure how they how they coach, you know what they're like as people, but uh, you're not quite sure. That's why the process has got to be very strong. Find out what they think, why they think it, what are their values, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that's the opportunity we've got is to go through that process and we can hopefully come up with the, with the right answer. Are you on I, the... I don't think specifically we want an old one or a new, new one, one or okay. whatever. We're just going to say what, what, one. what's out there and let's just see. Yeah. Uh, Neil, I haven't picked it up. Are you on the committee to actually uh, look at that or the group to, to actually uh, go Actually, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not for a, a million reasons, but I certainly have uh, uh, the opportunity to give to have my opinion. Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. If you know me well enough. Yeah, yeah, know yeah of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Neil, just in closing, you got Port Adelaide this week, last game of the year. Yeah, the two big boys are gone. Do you, do you blood a couple of kids or do you, you pick your best team, you try and win? How does it work on the on the last final game? Oh, a bit of both, but I, I think we should pick the kids and I, you because know, that's our challenge. Is we've got to give them the opportunity to show whether they can. And, and I went to a, a match committee meeting this morning and the, and the coach, coaches were all thinking the same way, so I'm hoping that's what we do. But... Uh, I, I'd, I'd uh, probably be even more aggressive than they're thinking, but um, you know that's inevitably going to happen next year anyway. So we're going to need to play the kids, and we need to find out whether they're any good. Yep. We yeah. think some of them are pretty bloody good. So um, 
let's just see what we can do. And we haven't really been able to give them as much an opportunity this year as we would have liked, in a way, because every week was you're fighting for your Trying lives. Trying to make, yeah. Probably a bit, bit, a bit conservative in your picking, but... Um, no, I think we will play a couple of kids. It'll be quite exciting, I think. And the last one, uh, you've seen all the teams, uh, probably a couple of times. So, Who do you think's the best team going around at the moment? It looked like it was two or three horse race. Now it looks like five. But who's impressed you the most from the opposition? Oh, it, uh, I've never, I haven't picked a winner all year, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Nor have we. So much, but I, I watched Brisbane on the weekend. I thought they were outstanding. Um, I watched Melbourne a few weeks ago and I thought they'd played as well as anyone had played. Um, but that varies week to week. Collingwood have, were fantastic in the first half of the season. Now they're battling a bit. Um, Port have been up and down a bit. I, I think it's nearly impossible to pick. I think it'll just be yeah. uh, getting it right and uh, having a decent crack at it. Because, you, you know, even you see, um, you know, Essendon get beaten by 20 goals. It's madness. And yeah. then you see oh, uh, yeah. the West Coast and knock off uh, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. It's not this, the margins, like if you're just at one or two percent off, you're, you're a dead duck nowadays. Mm. It wasn't quite that way in the old, old days. So you just got to get it right. But no, I, I must admit I, was, uh, I wasn't that impressed with Brisbane for a while. And then all of a sudden I saw them on the weekend. And I thought they played as well as anyone. But yeah. I think it, it's very hard to predict, I think. You get back to your mates, tell them it's their boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I certainly I know how to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Barmy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good on you. Thanks, David. Thanks, Malcolm. Well done, Neil Balm there. Always great to talk to. From Neil Balm, we can go to Kia, the top seven. Uh, Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle, the Kia Carnival GUV. Take it away, Malcolm Jack Blight. Well, here we go, David. You, you're probably going to... Once you... This, this is the theme, right? We thought... With- I wonder how long I takes me to pick up on it. Sometimes okay. longer than normal. Well, you know, we've uh, talked about Tom Jonas finishing and how great he's been, and he's obviously been a captain of the Port Adelaide Football Club. So yeah. I thought tonight, along with Sam Fantasia, who gave me the idea, and you went along with it too. Oh, so I'm in on it. Yeah, you were in on it. <laughs> we're going to do uh, the seven captains, the top seven captains of the Port Adelaide Football Club in the AFL era. Number one. Oh, now, how are you, how you ranking this? Is uh, this... By number. So it's when not they, your best or worst. No, this is as they happened. Okay. Number one, you got to guess. Who was the first captain? Oh, the first captain would have been Gavin Wengen. Correct. The second captain? Primus? Yes. The third captain? Cap- uh, uh, acting tr- captain, acting captain. Treadray? Correct. Fourth captain between 2009 and 2012. In the, in the Kia top seven. Yes, that's the fourth captain. And in the fifth captain from 2013 to 2018. Travis in the Kia, Kia, Kia top seven. I can't even get the words out. In 2019, <laughs> that we had two. Wines and Jonas. Yeah, and now we've finished up with. A man that's retired today, but he will play the season out, Tom Jonas. So that's the seven. That's the Kia top seven. That's a pretty good name. Pretty good list. I had a really good Kia top seven yesterday. I thought we were pretty good, and that just got thrown away. Yeah. You, oh, look, I think it's the second time you've done it for the year. I'll let you do it next week, if you like. But we actually lined up with a seven with the goals and the points. I, I know, but listen, Tom Jonas retiring is much more important than your Kia top seven from yesterday. Okay. I'm happy to take that. <laughs> I'm bored. Uh, lost in the wash thanks to Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. The Toolkit Depot trading night is tomorrow, August 23rd. Gee, how quick's the year going? 
Head to toolkitdepot.com.au for more details. Now, a lot of news today. Which yeah. is, uh, Tom Hickey announced his retirement. I saw a side um, in the, I think Channel 9 put it out, of the the retirees this year. At their best, they'd make the eight easily. Yeah, no, put, yeah. Like Shannon Hearn gets in there and, and Lance Franklin, Jack Revolt. Yeah, I remember Tom Hickey. It was a Gold Coast Suns. He was a tall lad from Queensland. So four he's clubs, clubs, four clubs been. yeah. Actually, he, he ended up being pretty handy, actually. Yeah, West Coast he played. Yeah, I know. He? he struggled. To, you know, I reckon he struggled. This is not being unfair to him. He struggled to put his boot on the ball, but gee, he got better quick. Did he start at St Kilda? No, no. Gold Coast Suns. Then St Kilda? Yeah. He played at St Kilda, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah. Okay, played Four clubs. a bit like you, played at most clubs. No, I only played at two. Were you coached or played? No, 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 excuse me. We're talking about players here, not coaches. Tom Hickey played more than two clubs. Yeah, four clubs. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, he played four. <laughs> no, it's a two. Hey, uh, what else? Oh, Mitch McGovern just signed a two-year deal, 58 games at the Blues since crossing from the Crows at the end of 18. There you go. Yeah, he, he sort of, to me, resurrected his career a little bit bloody, uh, McGovern. Never been a never been a massive fan. He got that massive deal with Carlton, and I th- think's missed most of the games with injury. But this is his chance to get another contract and to and to play some good uh, good footy. Crossed at the Crows from the end of 2018. Other news today: Nick Dacos is off crutches. Yeah, he is, and he's, uh, with his knee injury. And listen, I think we should have a listen to see where he's at. A real update. Here it is. Started rehab now, so he's sort of off the crutches, walking around really comfortably. Started a lot of work in the pool, started some gym-based work and then some bike work. Um, and he's in a really good spot right now. So he's, uh, he's, he's really uh, um, right on time, even maybe you know a couple of days ahead of schedule at the moment, which is really positive for Nick. And again, um, we expect him to sort of start running over the next fortnight. We'll be, be able to provide an update and narrow down that time frame the further we get into his rehab. He'll come back, and the reason I say that he actually played on after that yeah. that crack, um, you know, for quite a while. He's in a you know in a bit of pain, but uh, they get to goey back. Uh, Bobby Hill, yeah. they'll miss uh, Bo McCreary and, and a couple of others, but I think they'll be cherry ripe come finals time. Bloody Collingwood, yeah, yeah that's a, it's a bit of a worry that late with that many injuries. They've okay. been pretty lucky throughout the year. Now, former Essendon captain Dyson Heppel has agreed to a one-year extension. He stood down after being a skipper for in six years in charge. How have you seen um, Dyson's career? How do you rate him? Uh, look, he was drafted the same year as all the Gold Coast boys. So I actually, uh, pick seven. He, he was the odd one out. I remember him. And I've watched his career. He's been a very good player, actually. Good player. What, how many games? 233 games. Captain of the club. He's had the they, deadlocks. Yeah, they were horrific last weekend. What, how can you get beat by 20, 21 goals when you're fighting well, for a spot in the eight? I'm wondering, you know, Rutten got the, the bullet last year. Have they, have they improved at all? Do you think? Mm, Marginally? Not when you win the last game. How do you lose by 20 goals to a side you're playing for both for a yeah. position in the eight? That means a lot of people stop playing. Very yeah, ordinary. Um, yeah, very, really like. very ordinary, David. So an, another big day today, and I think the big news, as we said, uh, Tom Jonas. And um, sum up Tom's career, Blight. He just he gave his I, heart and soul. Yeah, I loved him. I, I reckon he was as good a competitor that the Port Adelaide Football Club's had in their history. He never spared one ounce of energy other than for the club. Yeah, I agree. Uh, not the, by his own admission, not the most talented. Uh, I, did, yeah, he was, 
I reckon he was a bit better than average. I reckon he was better than that. I oh, know he's better than the average yeah, footballer, yeah, but I'm saying if you gave out the hand of the skills out, I don't think is so he's no uh, Dacos or no, 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 Pendlebury. No, he, he did it, but he, as a player, he, oh, yeah. you want him. And you know what I like? He actually went on his left foot. It was actually quite tricky off his left foot, being a right footer. I thought he was okay. Sometimes he actually kicked better, <laughs> better from his left. left. Yeah, he did. So too did Treadray. Yeah, of course. So did Treadray. Yep. You got any more to add or you just... I was, I was waiting for you to say something about... Neil Barm and the conversation we had with him. Oh, I love Barmy. He's a he's well. He's going as I said. It's not his buy next. He's going to make sure the other boys uh, buy. That's for sure. Uh, we're just about done. Um, I said a, a big day in sport, and there's going to be a few more retirements too. I think. Although I think Jonas did the right thing. Could it be his last game? What if McKenzie comes back? And Port going oh, to the first no, final. What no, happens let's, there? Let's not think about that at the moment for such a fantastic servant of the Port Adelaide Football Club. Great player, great bloke. They yep. come from a great family. Yep. Just about it for us. As always, Malcolm, we enjoyed uh, Neil Balm and we discussed a lot of things tonight. But the good news is, again, we're back tomorrow night yep. between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David. <laughs> The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a break.